Hi, my name is Jen Rulon, and you may know me as Coach Jen. After knocking out 15 Ironman triathlons, I am an everyday healthy human just like you. In this podcast, we will discuss how to metamorphosize into an everyday healthy human through healthy physical habits and mindsets, as well as authentic living. Let's transform together in this journey called life and become the best everyday healthy human ever. Well, hello, hello, and uh, welcome to the Everyday Healthy Human Podcast. My name is Jen Rulon, and you may know me on the gram as Coach Jen. So today, our guest is Jason Barger, who is a dear friend of mine, as we connected, of course, on the gram, and we have maintained friendship for quite some time. I don't even remember how long we've known each other, but we connected as athletes, as triathletes, and then as coaches. So we really have come to really respect one another as as coaches, as human beings. And now we have really developed an amazing friendship, and I value that. So thanks for joining me, Jason. Welcome. Well, thank you, and you too. And yes, I've always been so proud of all the things I've seen you've accomplished throughout the years. Well, thank you. Kudos to you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So give the followers like an elevator speech of who you are as a person, who you are as an athlete, and who you are as a coach. So Jason Barger, um, and uh, I've just been, I've been doing triathlons, running, adventure races for probably over 25 years. Along with that, I'm a massage therapist, and I work in the first responder field. So uh, as being a coach, I've always been more of an inspirational coach. Lately, I have started trying to push more running uh, coaching, but for the most part, it's just been that. I'm in the process of becoming a breathwork facilitator and really just whatever else is out there. I'm really homing in on the holistic side of life. Love it. And where where do you reside? I'm out of Miami. Miami, Florida. Okay. So if, yes. if any triathletes or athletes are heading down to Florida to, uh, to do a triathlon, we can, we'll put all of Jason's information for your massage therapy as well. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you won't need him as a first responder. <laughs> we hope not. No. <laughs> Mostly just as a massage therapist and as a coach. Yeah. Yeah. So before we get into the nitty gritty of what we want to talk about, because I really love what your, your articles that you've written and a couple of things that you've talked about that eventually will be in your book, right? Can you tell everybody about your, um, I think what really stuck out to me was Ironman France. Okay. Uh, that story. I think people will resonate because I want to share with people or the followers that, you know, we all started somewhere. We towed that, that starting line, whether it was a 5K, whether it was a 10K, whether it was a half Ironman, Ironman. Okay. So I guess I'll start with Ironman Florida because that was my first one. Good point. And that was really... It was, what was the next thing? And I think that's the one thing I want to talk to all your audience about is you have to get started somewhere. And don't ever be afraid of, because a lot of people are like, well, I need to start at a 5K. I need to start at a mile run. If your heart's up for it, then do what you need to do. And I know a lot of people who've started at 5K and next thing you know, they got involved in Ironman and they go, you know what? That's what I want to do. I want to be an Ironman. And it does hold a little bit of a prestige, especially in the athletic community that you're an Ironman. I mean, everybody knows that that phrase. And so 
my biggest thing would be biggest takeaway for that is don't let anybody tell you you can't do it. Make sure you get the right coach and make sure that you take the time to make time for yourself. And that's something that I could definitely emphasize with with uh, with athletes nowadays is that everybody's going a mile a minute. Where we want to be on the social media, we want to be on the gram, we want to be on Facebook, we want to be here, and we have jobs, we have kids, we have all sorts of things, and we stop taking, we stop putting ourselves first. And like anything in this world, you know, um, it equates to if you're on like an airplane and something happens. What happens? Well, the first thing is the the oxygen drops, and what do they always tell you? Put your oxygen on first, and then you can help everybody else. And I find that just a lot of people in this world are not doing that. They are going, going, going. How can I help that person? How can I help the next person? How can I keep my family going? How can I keep my kids going? But they don't want to take care of themselves. And so with athletics, if you're going to get into it and you're going to do the Ironman, you're going to do a 5K, you're going to do a 10K, take that time to become the person you need to be and take care of yourself first than anything else. Once you have that idea, that mindset, that I'm doing good for myself so I can do greater for others. You could become any athlete that you want to be and either a 5K or up to an Ultraman, you know, but take that time and become who you need to be because you'll get better, more mentally strong, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, you will grow as a person. And because of that, you can help other people, especially your family or your loved ones or anybody else that you come in even your own teammates. If you dedicate the time that you have for yourself, that's the biggest thing. And that's kind of what I found out with, with doing my first Ironmans and just even the first 5Ks. And taking the time for myself to train just makes you so much more mentally stronger and you'll be able to keep up with anything. Even to this day, I think that's, that's the one thing I always try and challenge myself with is not very smart, but get up and just go run. Right. And then that's just kind of like a, a border of like where I am physically. And if you could start doing that and, and get to that point, you always know that you have that. You have that mental toughness to keep going. Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing in this world. You know, one thing I've always noticed is that people refuse to embrace the suck. Yes. And as an athlete, you have to get to that point in your world, even if you're just a starting off um, walk run person. Yeah. You have to keep pushing yourself to that point. You can back back down, but you need to at least once or twice a week do a workout or something that pushes you to become the best person you can be. And that's embracing that suck. I think too, I think the biggest thing that I like, I'll tell runner people who hate running, you know, if you don't like running, then go for a walk instead or go for a hike or do something, you know, like do oh, absolutely. Some, do something that you enjoy just because your friend's doing a 5k or a marathon doesn't mean you have to do it with them, but maybe you can bike the marathon, you know? Absolutely. Okay. That, not only that, but just cost training itself. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody, you don't need to get out there. What I've really found is that running is truly a lot of form. Mm. And that's one thing I try to do with all my athletes. You can say, oh, I want to go run this or X, Y, Z. I want to see how your form is first. I'm never going to give you a workout without looking at your form first because that one mile that I might give you 
might just completely destroy you because you you're just not used to running. And if I could just and if we could just take a look at your your stance and see, wow, okay, let's just work on that. That's all I want to do. I'm not going to give you a real workout. I want to see how well you could just position yourself so that your form is proper mm-hmm. and, and to get them out that way. Yeah. So I am a, I'm a big advocate of pose method running and that's something I've coached mm-hmm. for years. And uh, like just this past week, I worked with Jackie, who was one of my athletes and we worked on our pose and you could see the difference, like the, the shift that she made within 20 minutes of us talking. I was like, you're leaning with your chest and not with your hip, you know, and then she leans with her chest and then not, and then she's got that lower back issue because she's got her butt sticking out, you know? Yeah. And then she tries to go and run that for 5k, 10k. And she's like, Oh, my back's bothering me. It's like, well, I, you could see why. Going back to your, your thing of discussing a race. Yeah. I'd have to say the biggest race that I saw the biggest difference in was that was a half marathon I was doing. And it's about probably two years ago. And as I'm starting off, I'm, I'm running tall, like, you know, you're supposed to be and running and going and I'm maintaining a good pace. Right when I get to around 9, 10, I just looked at my time. I'm going, man, I'm a minute behind what I should be doing. What is going on? And then I just realized I felt myself slumping over more. Mm. And I go, no, you know what? Let's stand up tall. And I stood up tall. And next thing you know, I finished and I got started dropping my time back to where I wanted to be. And it was great because for some reason, there happened to be a photographer on the course at the same time. So I have a beginning photo, I have a middle photo, and I have an ending photo. Perfect. And you can see the complete difference in just the slumping over, trying to to run. And then my final photo looked exactly like my first one. So, and it just, you do, you get back the pace, you get back what you need. So that was really, that was a very important lesson for myself. You know, I, you know, we always want to preach, but you know, when you look at it, you go, wow, it really is true. You need to, you know, you need to look at all that. Yeah. When you did, uh, what year did you do Ironman Florida? A long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that. And it's always funny because I, I love Ironman, but they, they changed the signs. Yeah. So before it used to be all white signs at the finish line. The finish line used to be, I had like a white finish and then it switched to a black and then it switched to the black finish. And so I always tell people, I did Iron Man when it was a white sign. Oh, wow. You and that's, sure did. That was yes. a while ago. That was yeah. like the, the Dave, I mean, the Dave Scott, the Mark Allen, the Paula Newby Frazier. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the. oh my God. Yeah. That was even before Chris McCormick and Macca and all before Chrissy Wellington. They were just coming up. They were just coming yeah. up. I do remember that. And, and the timing too. Like nobody had really talked about Iron Man. And I, and I remember that there was a one book, it was 13 weeks to a 13 hour Ironman. And that was the first triathlon book I really ever, besides the triathletes training Bible. Yes. And at that time, 13 hours was considered like, hey, you're doing a good job. It's almost like running a four hour marathon. You know, it's, that's like the peak that you want to be at. And, you know, nowadays it's just amazing with the amount of training and the, the bikes and everything that's has come along. Now that time has completely dropped. Um, even for your very much your beginning amateur athletes, just by the training that's that, that that's been taking place. My first uh, Ironman was Ironman Wisconsin in 2002. I had the white signs. Yes, and I did a 12:58:59. So I was like, there you right go. under that 13 there you minute, go. Hey, it was under 13, right? Doesn't matter. And it taught me a lot. Ironman Florida taught me a lot. Yeah, I, you know, I really didn't know how to prepare for it yet. 
nobody, every nutrition was so new to everybody. You know, the bikes, I mean, um, and just going, it was a, it was a rough race, but that's the, that really is the emphasis of embrace the suck. Yeah. It was, it poured down rain on the, on the bike course to where you could barely see like seven feet in front of you. And then you come in and then you had to transition and, I remember getting my socks wet because the minute you stepped into a certain area, just the whole thing sank and it was just all water. And you just kept going. You got out there and you kept going. Yeah. You you embrace the suck. Yeah. And you ended, I ended up getting IT band syndrome about probably mile 21 as a marathon. And yeah, it was just, you found your tribe and you kept going and you, and you kept, and you kept pushing, 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 which builds that mental fortitude. It really does in, in life. If you, accomplish even a 5k and that's your goal and you don't quit you keep walking you keep running you keep jogging whatever you need to do it just pushes you that much farther ahead as a person mm-hmm. and you just it's amazing i've seen so many transitions or transformations from people yeah you know they were like man i did not know that i could do this yeah and now they are speaking of transformations I, and, and sort of like a, a mix of transformation and community, right? So when we talked last week about um, our, like just our conversation, just to talk, to get ready for the podcast, you brought up a really cool analogy. Can you share that analogy with your, with the followers about the cab and lab? So I came up with two acronyms and uh, one of them is lab, which is life accountability buddy. And then the other one is CAB, which is Cardio Accountability Buddy. And in this world, we all need support. Mm-hmm. And it's finding those people in your world, in your tribe, that can be that support for you, to, to be that lab you know, or be that CAB. And as you're going through this training, whatever you want to run, whatever you want to be, whatever you want to do, you need to find somebody who wants to be that lab for you. And it is, it's a tough thing. And they have to understand the responsibilities of who it is. And it's not going to be that, it, it can be your best friend. It can be your wife. It can be your spouse. It can be your son or your daughter, but somebody, but somebody that's going to be there and go, mom, dad, did you do this today? Did you, did you push as hard as you could do? Or did you do anything? And it's everything from, did you eat today? Did you hydrate? You know? Did you get to work on time? You know, just somebody who's always there, who just has that life accountability. Mm-hmm. That it's just somebody who, and it goes both ways. So you can be that, that person's lab can be yours and you can be theirs. And it's you just, just somebody to call up and be like, Hey, how's your day? Did you, did it, did everything go okay? All right. Well, you know what? Let's, were you 1% better than you were the day before? If you're not right now, it's not too late. Yeah. Do 10 pushups. Right. That's 10 push-ups you didn't do the day before. Or did you not drink enough water? Well, hey, listen, let's let's not have so much coffee today. Let's have a couple of glasses more of water. And just somebody who keeps that going. And then with the cardio, with the cab, it's the same thing. It just brings it more down to a level of uh, training to where, you know, nobody likes running when it's dark. No. And so, you know, or or late at night or after you've maybe had too many one night, you know, or you have a rough night uh, with your kids and you didn't get enough sleep, but just somebody to call be like, Hey, did you go for a walk today? Mm-hmm. Did you do this? Did you go to the gym? 
let's go do, let's go, let's go. I got 10 minutes. Let's go do a couple weights. And that's that person. And because all of this, life itself, you need support. You need that person who wants to step into your life and go, I got you. Let's hold my hand and let's do this. You know, it was, um, it reminds me of the Spartan race I did. And the people in front of me, they were running. And I could just tell that they, one person started like dropping back a little bit. And the person put their hand out and held on to them and said, come on, let's go. And in the fire service for us, it's, it's a two in, two out. Mm. You never leave your buddy. Love that. And, and so, and that's the two in and two out rule that if you're going in someplace that you're not sure, and if you're going into a, uh, an area that can be potentially dangerous for you, you bring two people in and you take two people out and that's just life itself. So just having that, that accountability, that person that's always going to be there, that's, that's going to hold your hand and make sure you keep going through whatever you need to go through. Yeah. That's life itself. I was just going to say, I, it's interesting that we're talking about this because yesterday on Rulon Racing Instagram page, I was thinking about my journey, right? And I was thinking about like, wow, I had my mom and my grandpa like cheering me in my stadium when I was 17 years old. And then 28 years later, my mom's sitting there watching my race. My grandpa's up in heaven watching my race, you know, and it's like, oh my God, I had, I had the world helping me do what I wanted to do, what I said I was going to do. And it reminds me of my favorite book called The Alchemist. And I don't know if I'm going to botch this quote up, but it's like when you want something, all the universe conspires in helping you to achieve it. So like if you have a community around you, they're going to rise you up, build you up, be who you need to become to be better tomorrow for your future self. So that's exactly what you're talking about, your cab and your lab. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. No, and it's just like it's just like when you look at your kids, you know, or, or anybody that's around you. This is a nice little quote that I've always seen. And it's where if there's four people and your kids are that that fifth person, whatever it's gonna be, those thought those those four people will, will raise you up to the next level. Yeah. And so that's a that's an important thing for me as a father right now to make sure my kids get into the right crowd of people to be with. That's right. How old are your kids? Uh, 13 and 11. Ooh. Let's talk a little bit about your other concept of, of STILL, S-T-I-L-L. So let's talk about that. Okay. So with doing a lot of research and just understanding athletics itself, we all know that when we start, when we are put in a situation that kind of stresses us out, the first thing that goes up is our heart rate. And so you always feel that, that, that almost tacking out that, oh my gosh, that, that deep breath, that holding your breath in and coming up with still is stop three breaths, investigate, locate, and then lead. And so with any situation that you have that, 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 that presents that, oh my gosh, moment, just stop right where you are. Take three breaths. And the way I designed the three breaths is is more of the box breath method, which is breathe in for five, hold for five, let out for five, hold for five. And that's been shown to really reduce the amount of stress that's in your body at that time. So you're actually starting to slow that heart rate down. And so the breath, by using your breath, you're actually slowing everything back down to a 
somewhat of a normal state. You're still going to be a little bit up, up because you're in a situation, but it's going to return all of your facilities back to you. Your mind's not going to be in this like um, blank state. You're going to get back to that. Okay, I know what I need to do. Everything's going to start working again. Then from there, you get to investigate what you're going after. You know, uh, for us, it would be, you know, what kind of scene am I on? You know, is this a fire? Is this is this a car accident? Is this a medical call? But it can be anything. It can be a person who's in a business meeting and all of a sudden their boss calls on them and says, hey, where's this report? Or what? What do you? what's your opinion of this? Um, it can be an athlete at the starting line of a race. I mean, everybody knows they get hyped up for the first time they ever start doing a race and it's just breathe, bring it back down, then investigate. What do I have to do? I have to run this race. Mm-hmm. I got I to gotta make sure I got I to gotta do my strategy. I have to understand that it's when the gun goes off, people are going to be sprinting away and I have to make sure that I run my own race yes. and not get caught up all into that. And then, you know, investigate, uh, locate. So for us, it's locate the problem and the issue and then lead, you know, take your cruise or take yourself and lead yourself to that finish line and come up with your game plan and know that that's the game plan you're going to stick with. Get out there and, and accomplish what you need to do. Love it. Like even today, like I felt a little little bit, uh, we talked about it in the beginning, I felt a little bit of anxiety this morning because I was like, oh my God, I've been traveling this last week in Costa Rica. Like I'm trying to figure out like, oh yeah, I have to work. I have to do some podcasts. Wi-Fi was crappy, you know, like, ah. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's like this morning, I was like, no, you just stop. What do you, ha- you have until 12, 1230 to just get your stuff together, get your things together, put the earphones on, put the music on, whatever take your breath, make sure you meditate, bam, you know, you're going to get your exercise when you go for your hike for your waterfall. So it's sort of the same. I mean, it's a simple thought process, but sometimes we don't stop and we don't take that breath and we just try to go. We go for that fight mode, right? I got it. I'm tough. I got it. You know, where it's the fight or flight and, and sometimes it's easier for us to fly Oh, absolutely. And, you know? and this, I think it's the way the world's really perceived us right now. For sure. You know, we're, you know, we get so much information dumped on us every day, so much that it's like, I have to be this, I have to be this person, I have to do this. And it's not. Be yourself. And, you know, I wish more people learned to slow down and just take that breath, take that moment, be present. You know, I find that that's, that's a huge thing that, that's missing out of us right now. Even with even with the sports, you know, and what's the next thing? You know, what are we going to do next? Like we just finished this five k, we just finished this Ironman, we just finished this marathon. What's the next goal? No, stop. Be present. Bring that gratitude forward that you just accomplished something in your life, and allow that to just sit with you for a little bit before you go on to the next thing. Love it. You know, everybody wants to just rush, rush, rush. Mm-hmm. And it's all for the gram, right? It's all for, it the, is, it all is. for social. Like it's just, I mean, we, we, we've had this conversation that could be another podcast, but we will have another podcast. That's right. That. <laughs> um, so let's, uh, I have one question for you before we, we say goodbye to our followers. Cause I respect everybody's time. What is the one final thought? Cause I'm big about transformations, right? I'm bi- big about, rebirthing yourself, like going into that beautiful butterfly, right? So what is the one final thought you can give to our listeners about how to start their own transformation and become their own beautiful butterfly? Wow. Um, I think it goes goes back to the breath one more time. 
you know, I think that to become that butterfly, you have to understand where you are now. Twitter that, y'all. Twitter that, man. <laughs> so it is so true. You have to you have to understand where you want to be and where and by slowing down, by asking yourself those simple questions. Where am I right now? What do I want to be? And if you're religious, pray. You have to put that in there and, and just ask, you know, what what am I here for? And by doing that and slowing down, you will then create who you need to be because it's going to be there. It's Your path is set. Sometimes you just have to believe and you have to just slow down there and let the universe or God take you where it needs to take you. And you'll know when you're ready. You'll know when it's when it's going on. I've seen that in you. We all have to slow down, change things, and really just associate like, what's going on in my life right now? What can I leave? What can I take with me? And where am I currently that's going to make me a better person? Beautiful. Jason, thank you so much for joining me today. Where can my followers find you? So I have a website. It's bargerfitness.com. Um, it's in the works still. So That's okay. <laughs> we have that. That's okay. Yeah. And then uh, really my biggest thing is uh, Instagram. We never stop training. Right. You, you, you always want to, con- you're always continuing to do what you need to do in your life. Exactly. And so Very training good. never ends. Not just only for running, but for life itself. Beautiful. Well, we will put all that information in the show note. Please reach out to Jason. Please follow. Please, if you are in the in Miami and you are doing a race down there and you want to get a massage, always contact Jason as well. Yes. But uh, followers, if you guys are loving, if y'all, I should say, if y'all are loving the Everyday Healthy Human podcast, I would love for you to rate, subscribe, share this episode with your friends, leave a comment, And if you need more information about coaching with me, uh, go to generalon.com. I do have spots available or let's just get on a call. Let's talk. Let's see how we, how we roll. But anyways, thanks, Jason. And, um, and down in Costa Rica, we say Pura Vida and ciao. 